It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Ugh. All right, fellas. So obviously, we, we got to talk about you know what Jeezy's week was like before we get into anything else. I mean, my God, man! Um, if you have any lucky numbers, you might want to play them. Uh, yeah, that's the move, definitely. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jeezy was shot last week. Uh, guys attempting to carjack him in the great st- in in Philly. And uh, he went. Uh, you went to the hospital, but you were able to save your own life, um, because you had your license to carry concealed, and you were able to. Because if you didn't, if you if you didn't have, well, first of all, because I, I just you know for one, uh, thank God you're the brother that you are, because you know we wouldn't have you right now. So that's the, the, the biggest thing, and I'm glad that you're you know you're safe and you're on the road to recovery. Uh, but you know, to say you got stripes is an understatement. Can you just take us back to what it was like? What was going like? What happened? Like you were coming off work, right? You were coming home. No, actually, I was coming from my cousin getting a haircut. So, and this was uh, this happened at seven o'clock at night. So it wasn't even late. So um, I parked at the top of my street. It didn't happen in front of my house, thankfully. Um, and thankfully, my girl and my daughter weren't with me. Yeah. Um, so I parked at the top of my block i get out of the car to get stuff uh out of the car i see two guys coming out of the driveway both of them had on shysties these masks that are they're illegal in philly now but these guys wear them anyway so as soon as i saw the mask i was on alert so then i saw two more come out of the driveway um they all went to the other side of the driveway and they're just standing there looking around i take it as they're looking to see if anybody else was outside right one of the guys one of the guys turned around real quick started walking towards me as soon as he started as soon as he walked towards me, I pulled mines out. He froze and started backing up. Then I heard a shot. I looked instinctively. I looked over my shoulder to make sure nobody was sneaking up behind me. But my my um my mistake was I wasn't in movement. Right. Know? So then uh I went down. That was the second shot. I went down, popped right back up, and started firing in their direction. And then <clears throat> that was pretty much it. I didn't even I didn't like know. I didn't really feel. I didn't know I was shot until I got in the house. And uh, my girl was already on the phone um, with rescue or whatever. And then I got on the phone with the lady. Uh, and I'm talking to a lady, telling her what happened. Then my girl lifted my, my shirt up. She's like, oh, my God, you're shot. She started freaking out. So the lady heard that. She was like, don't look at it. Find something clean and dry and put pressure on it. Two minutes later, cops were already knocking on the door. They took me to the hospital. They did their thing. And then I uh, came home. This happened last Thursday. I came home uh, the next night. So it's been on on recovery since the four assailants. Are they in jail by any chance? Detective told me that um, two days later, which was last Saturday, they chased down a stolen car and they arrested three guys and they retrieved a gun out of the car, out of the stolen car. But he didn't say whether or not it was them, but it was in the same vicinity where I live at. So possibly. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. 
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Now in Philly, it's uh, do they have cash bail, cashless bail? I think so, yeah. I think so. Uh, you know, it's funny because um, a lot of people, like my question was, I was concerned for you. I was like, did the police arrest you? You know, because the first, because I don't know what the gun laws are in Philly. Now I live in Louisiana, so you can, you can tote in Louisiana, right? So I always got a piece wherever I go. I'm not, I mean, I throw hands all day, but why throw hands when you can just defend yourself and, and move on? Um, Same way in Missouri. Yeah. Same way in Missouri. And, um, so I was worried about you being arrested or charged because, you know, if there was laws or anything like in New York, it's crazy. It's it's just absolutely – they make it so hard and people try to protect themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, black market, you can get a gun on a corner. You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it's it's frustrating. But when you're like, no, I showed – the police went through my wallet and they saw my license to, to carry concealed. Uh, and then you were good at that point. But Yeah, definitely. And it's like – you, you don't want to get political because one, uh, one of my close friends, uh, I mean, I, you've paid dues, man. I mean, you had a cancer scare. You've been shot. I mean, it ho- happened to threes. I hope the next one is like your daughter puts your, her thumb in your eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, something like what? What is the what is the final exam on this test that you're going through right now? That's the yeah, I know. Right? Uh, yeah. Maybe the number one was Trevor DDTing him on the floor. So ah. let's just, maybe we're at three already. Yeah. There we go. Three, we'll, we'll let, go let's say that. we're at three already. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Well, and I called Jeezy the next day, and I was like, bro, you done beat cancer. You done been shot. Like, there's got to be good things coming your way. You should have a hell of a rap album at the very least. Right. Something, yeah, I know, right? Man. I got to get in the studio immediately, right? Yeah, I mean, you got stripes <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah, Aaron. Aaron's down. Game. Aaron wants to drop a few I'll bars. I'll spit with you, man. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll drop some. We'll spit game. some at you. Yep, yep, got it, got it. is the most credible NWA manager in the company now. <laughs> in, the, in the business, like, in the history of the yeah. business. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Paulie got shot. <laughs> no, <laughs> there might have been some people who wanted to, but yeah. no, it's crazy, man. Now, because uh, of the adrenaline and stuff, was there a moment in the hospital where you like caught your breath and you were like? Man, I'm glad I reacted and I, the way I reacted. Do you have that moment oh, yeah, where it kind of like yeah. where it like hits you like, man, I just been shot. Shit. I like I just had the moment of thinking that like and that whole time, like the whole time I had I was aware, but at no point I, I didn't get like scared. I wasn't thinking like, oh shit. I just reacted. So like I was saying that to my cousin while we were um when I first my I called my cousin when we were on the way to the hospital. My cousin was there with me. And then I looked at him and I told him, I was like, bro, like, uh, I don't understand why, but the entire time, like, I wasn't scared. I was just reacting. And he was just like, that's your fight and flight. That's your fight or flight kicking in. You know what I mean? And like, and then, you know, the adrenaline was just going. Like, I just, I just reacted. Like, like a guy keeps saying it, man. Thankfully, I was armed and aware because if I wasn't, who knows? Crazy. Now, politically, I don't want to get into the politics of it because it's just <laughs> stupid. Do you think? Can I ask you, been, being how what you've been through, uh, and the fact that you, uh, I'm assuming, worked a security detail at one time or the other, hence the reason why you have it. Um, 
do you think more people should take the classes and have the carry to conceal just for the, because let's be real. If you didn't have that at the very least, you're shot Carlos and God forbid your, your girl runs out to check on you. You know what I'm saying? Or, or yeah, worse, yeah. that bullet goes a few inches lower. You're looking at an artery, you know? So it's, yeah. like, you know, yep. it's, yep. Or, and uh crazy thing is, so I had my holster like on my left side, uh, three o'clock. Right. So right. it went through the holster and I also had a brush and my inside leather jacket pocket, there's a hole in that. So I'm thick. So that, so those two things, I think, slowed it down a bit, I guess. Right. Man, it's a hole through the holster and, and the brush. It's crazy. Because, you know, like I said, I don't like getting – I know I, I work for a news network, but I'm – Mm-hmm. Probably when it comes to like real life situations, the most non political guy. I don't give a fuck about yeah. what, what you vote or none of that shit. It's about keeping your family safe, and I just right. feel like sometimes that gets caught up. You want to you want to limit guns and all this shit, but you're you need to be limiting the the, the animals on the street that do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yes. Um, but no one can say that because no one has. Well, I guess I do, but <laughs> to say like people are just bad, they're rotten. And thank God, yeah, thank God, or Allah, whoever the hell it is you pray to, that you had your peace. Because if you didn't, this would be a very different uh, podcast today. It'd be a memorial, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, like you know, they would have, they would have, they would have took took the car. They would have took my J's and probably beat me up. And and the crazy thing that the one thing I keep thinking about is like the. Um, the arrogance that the dude that turned and started walking towards me, like the arrogance he showed with that, like he just knew he had me. But nope. right, yeah, he, he. But he unfortunately didn't read the street he was on. He was living on fuck around and find out Avenue with, with El Presidente. El Presidente Jeezy was in the house and uh, come straight up and get ate up. Yeah, Namin. He knows what Namin means now. <laughs> His right should have been a left, and I hope. I hope these bastards are in jail, but there's a cold part. They're like, even the detective's attitude, and it's not, I get it. I, I get where the police are coming from. It's like, yeah, three guys matching a similar description. I think we got them, but there was four. But, you know, who knows? And even if we get them, mm-hmm. they're going to be out anyways. You know, and I think that's the I think that's the, the problem. Did you get the sense when you were talking to the police at all during this, a uh, uh, sense of, like, they're defeated, like, like man, we arrest these guys, these type of characters all the time. They're just everywhere. You even said the the arrogantness. I mean, it's seven o'clock at night. It means it's just yeah. getting dark, yeah. and these fools are walking I'm, up on a grown ass man. You know, like that. Yeah. If you're a woman or a child, I mean, d- damn, they have absolutely no fear. Did you get any sense of that with the police department of frustration or a, like I don't, you know. Just kind of fed up with the whole idea of like, because you arrest the guy fifteen times, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what I got from the detective was that um, that they were definitely working on. I didn't, I didn't get the feeling that he was just trying to brush me off or anything. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, so. a, a sense of like, you know how we get like we keep trying to tell, and, and I'm comparing police to wrestling, so bear with me. But like, mm-hmm. we're trying to get the, the owner to see our vision. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to like, right, 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 we're trying right. to work a certain way. We're trying to tell a story, and everyone keeps interrupting us, or throwing yeah. shit in, or you work for six weeks on something, and then all of a sudden they just stop it. You know, like oh, we're gonna go another direction. Right. That frustration of like, I'm doing everything I can 
but the, they just yeah. don't get it. Did you get a sense yeah. of that? Where like they're just tired of having to arrest the same guys over and over again to the point where, in some cases, law officers know the name of the of the assailants to the point where, like, yeah, that's I arrested him three times last week. The guy, uh, the guy who was threatening my house and was two mm-hmm. blocks from my house and was gonna wipe my seed from the earth and all that stuff because he was really mad that a uh, that a uh, an end bomb was was with a white woman and, you know, and stole a white man's job from Fox. And he was pretty upset about it. And, you know, and I was, I was like, yeah, the, the white woman, go ahead, come get her. You'll bring her back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you gonna, you gonna bring her ass back. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna get two blocks in the car, bro. Like, and uh, I always laugh. I always laugh at that. Uh, when, when people, you know, when dudes go that route, cause that's just a frustrated dude. And, and you know he's mad, and but I I the consequences when a police officer because in, in where I live, in the city I live, they don't they put bail on everybody's ass. So when they put a guy in, they put him in, you know, and and depending on the the severity of his crime. Now in this case, this cat had been arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon like three or four times, so they didn't mess around with him. He got a pretty stiff bail, and he was out of out of commission, but. It sucks to be like, yeah, if they if they would arrest the guy and then you get a call from the detective, you know, four hours later saying that he's out because 90 percent of the time when they get out, their mentality is not. These aren't smart dudes. That's why they're doing it. They think it's Scarface. Like, well, we got to go eliminate the witness. Right. You know, when they get out, that's that mentality. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and unfortunately, they knew. They maybe didn't specifically know you, but they know you right. now. They don't know your right. home because you ran the opposite direction, which was brilliant and brave. Right. Um, has it hit you yet that you survived this? Has it? Has you have you had that moment of like, man, I couldn't be here right now? I mean, I guess you just yeah, survived it. You know what I'm saying? Like you I went did. through it. Yeah, I did. I did. And I tell you what. So like, um, like I've always been like a naturally paranoid person ever since I was young. Uh, so like now nah, my paranoia is, is heightened. You know what I mean? So like, and and I did almost, have that feeling like, courage. yeah, and 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 I did have I, like almost every day I'd be thinking about it, like, man, I, I could not be here. Like I look at my daughter and be like, damn, man, daddy could have not been here anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely had it, and uh, I did get a sense of frustration. The detective is frustrated because he's trying to get things done. And, like, how it is in the city, man, it's just, like, ridiculous, you know? Yeah, I just so. – I one, the first and foremost, man, I'm glad you're okay. You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, Thank you. But I do – I do wear – and, you know, this is a friend, but we – you know, we air our on this. We ain't afraid of nothing on this show. I, I do mm-hmm. worry about, like, mentally – you've been through a lot, man. You know, yeah. You know, and that's counseling might be a good idea, just to, or at least, yeah. if not, at least keeping it with the boys and talking about it. You know, even if it's right. And I've always told you, man. I said it don't matter what time you call me, man. I'll 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 pick up. Right. You know, uh, that's yeah, the one thing so, that Trevor um, Trevor does not f- around with. He does yeah. the hey, just checking on you, man. Just yeah, just checking on you, and that's something that we all do because this is like. I think sometimes when it, when it happens to a man, the way things work is you got through it, 
you ran off the bad guys, so on to the next thing. Like you're not not allowed to dwell. Like PTSD and things like that is not really allowed for men the way right. in terms of like getting help because no one will say like, hey man, maybe you need to talk to somebody just in you know just in case this stuff, this shit's eating at you because mm-hmm. it's a lot. You know, because I'm thinking about it, and I wasn't even in the situation. You know, I've been in situations like that, and the one thing that I do know is those quiet nights in your brain is tough, man, because you keep replaying this over and over again. Yeah. You know, and now every time somebody turns a corner with a with a hoodie on, you almost reason for your peace for a while. You know, because you're like, you're not gonna get me, bro. You're not gonna get me again. And uh, mm-hmm. that's like one of the things. And like I said, you were one of the realest dudes I know, anyway. So. If you started feeling that way, you would, you know, just make you no. Know, you there's help out there, and um, you know, just let me know or Trevor or or Aaron or any yeah. whomever, you know, because we'll yeah. find somebody, you know, because yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is the long term effects of surviving something like that can be can be just as traumatic as the actual event, right. you know, and if especially if you find luck, like I said, luckily, man, your instincts were on point. You know, and that's one thing you got to tell people today. Trust your gut, man. If something don't feel right, don't ignore it. Like focus on it. You know, like my mom was always like, trust your gut, you know, trust your gut. And if your gut tells you something's off, it's probably off. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a hot minute. I know you were talking about not wanting to talk about taking stance on anything, but that's the world we live in nowadays guys like if we ignore that then we're like we're setting ourselves up for victims i I, again like tyra said man i'm so glad that you were proactive and mindful of your situation was able to protect yourself but that's the world we're living in now guys and and if we don't protect ourselves we might end up in a worse situation what happened with with Jeezy yeah, you know what I mean it wasn't like this 50 years ago or 40 years ago or 30 years ago it's bad people can get bad things and hurt people it's just the world it's the world we live in well the consequences are gone that's that's a great point because the consequences are gone and even now we just saw a dude jump and beat the the judge because she said something he didn't like but yeah. and it's yeah yeah but the thing Ain't is and that is as funny as hell from a like did this dude really just jump a thing and it took four dudes to get him off of her but it's the it's not him necessarily it's the mindset he went in there knowing this dude was going to be put under the jail but because of all he sees in media and TikTok and social media is how the criminals are the oppressed and the victim they play that card now and they expect results. They expect to walk into a courtroom and say, hey, I shouldn't go to jail, Your Honor, because it's not fair because um, I'm not white. And judges would be like, yeah, you're right. You know, and they're letting people go. Well, he he did this in Vegas and she was like, I, based off your criminal record and your the things and stuff you're doing, I don't feel that parole is a good probation is a good thing i think you need to serve and he just wasn't having it and it's not like he was some isolated dude it is he understands the narrative so it's not i'm not going to commit crimes it's i'm going to commit crimes and i don't have to serve anything for him because all i have to do is blame it on whitey and i'm good and that's the what it has been and there was a judge that decided to do her job that day 
and say, no, you're going to serve. And he got violent and still is considered in some circles the victim. Get that the victim. (laughs) Yeah, that makes no sense, man. The judge was smug. I saw somebody write, what? She deserved to be pummeled like that because she was serving. Like, she didn't commit the crime. He did. And it wasn't one. It wasn't like the law. It gives a voice to nitwits. And that's what we like. We've said it on here before. Right. And that's like uh, I I, I tweeted something out, something I felt was, uh, you know, I wanted to speak up against. Right. And I don't want to even bring light to the issue now because we're not talking Mm -hmm. about it. But some of the comments where people are firing back at me like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, so because I just said I believe in something and I believe that, you know, inequality for everyone, um, I'm now a white supremacist. And that, that's what someone called me. And, and like the, the tweet was not even remotely close to that. And uh, it's just kind of like, you know, I, I did what you said, Tyrus, where you just got to ignore them. And um, it's, a, uh, it's a really, really strange place. And, and, and like that, by place, I mean, I'm talking about social media where anyone's comment can be just as valid as the president of the United States. Yeah. If retweeted enough. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And we see it. Yeah. We see it all the time, and I think when you do speak out against something, you have to understand the backlash now is different. It's not just a difference of opinion. And what I what I tend to tell myself um, is that when somebody doesn't have any facts to back them up, they just run the feelings campaign, and you can't argue with feelings. And that's the and that's the basis of their whole mindset. It feels like this. So this is must be true. Forget facts. Forget this, that, whatever. Uh, take isolated incidents of. Listen, there's bad cops. First one to tell you firsthand. I know. OK, there's good cops. There's more good cops and bad there's bad dentists. When we have bad people, we need to go after the bad person. person. Not the group. Yes. Yep. The yeah. person. The individual. You disgrace the badge. You disgraced yep. your the the oath you took to be a doctor. You disgrace, you know. Um, and so, but it's so much easier to blame the group, and that's the problem. Is that that narrative has and and spread by social media? That narrative has to where everyone thinks every time they do something, they're the next George Floyd. All they have to do is say they were wronged, and everyone will get behind them. And it doesn't matter what they're doing. And these are not these are not like petty thefts. Like it's not just shoplifting. They're shoplifting and beating the life of a little Asian store clerk. But it's her fault because you know she's racist because she's Asian. You know they, the, the shit that they come up with nowadays, and it's just coming up with it. You just it is it is a dirty wrestler's paradise. You know the guy that you can't invite to anything free. You know the catchphrase. Hey. Don't tell the boys about it. That one guy who ruins everything. Yep. That's who's running the streets now. And and I and because there's no accountability. And that's the and it's such an easy thing to be accountable for your own actions. There's mm-hmm. literally no excuse for when someone commits a crime or does something bodily harm to somebody else and the answer is it's not my fault because it's the situation I grew up in. That that's not an answer because there's so many other people who grew up in that same situation. That did not choose that. And again, it goes back to choice. They want choice without consequences. That's the best way 
I, I can possibly, and I guarantee you, these they catch these four dudes and they get in front of the right liberal judge who wants to apologize for slavery and shit, they're going to mm-hmm. walk. Not the fact that they put a bullet in this man's leg, not the fact that they've affected him long-term. Because here's the thing, you don't just forget somebody trying to carjack you and shoot you. That's not something right, yeah. you sweep under the rug. Right. And, and Jeezy's a man's man. He, he tells it like it is. He's been in enough fights. You know, he's, he's a gladiator. Now, if, if, if you take Jeezy's a single mom, barely making ends meet, and, and has got a bullet in her hip, scared to go outside, you know, four men. And, again, the men are just going to beat Jeezy up. Who knows what they're going to do to her? Right. You know, and I think. It would have been yeah. all over the news. It have been, been yep. everywhere, too. And that's the thing. It's not an outrage anymore. How many news outlets called you for an interview? Uh, the news came by the house while I was uh, while I was in the hospital trying to get a trying to get a uh, statement from my girl. She just said no comment, shut the door. I saw it on the cameras when I was uh, laying in the hospital, and then um, and that's another thing too is and is your girl wrong because you can't uh, trust media anymore? You well, don't know how they're going to spin the story. Nope. You know, yeah. So, I mean, and There's that's no the sad trust. part. Well, you can't do the right thing anymore because a 10-second clip of a 10-minute situation gets showed and you're depicted right. as a complete monster. Like, right. no one has any trust in any of that. And that's sad. You can't even be in the right and be right anymore. It's, yeah. You, yeah. You know what I'm and, Am I making any sense? No, Brad, uh, well, yeah, Penny, and, the guy in the subway. This dude is terrorizing a whole subway, scaring women and children, threatening to attack everybody, threatening, I don't care if I die today, I'm going to kill somebody. And he stops him, and they get into a fight, and he puts him in a, a, a sleeper hole, basically. Yeah. And and other dudes are in there fighting, and the guy freaks out or whatever, and, and something bad happens. But the person responsible for all that was the dude mm-hmm. who started it. But uh, no one else yep. can see that. And then it instantly is a racist thing, and the guy's a racist. He, he wasn't... He's on the subway in New York City. It's not a place where a lot of racists like to hang out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's right. not really the yeah. place where if I was a yeah. white nationalist looking to meet other white nationalists, I don't <laughs> think I, I would probably check the farmer's dating app first. And then if that wasn't if that wasn't busy, because all the hey, women look like all the women look like Trevor on there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, no offense. Uh, no the second spot is like, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some white nationalists sprinkled in the subway. Let me just hang out around there until I can get a bunch of us together and we can start chanting. You can't replace me in the New York subway. That's going to go. Yeah, that's going to go to plan. Like it's just that oh, this show needs video clips. It needs video clips. You know, they just don't get it. It's just so sad. And uh, it's real. But the problem is, is like it's real life consequences. This man's life. And you know what the problem is? I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What's the problem? I say like with with what we were talking about, you know, in, in terms of like uh, the gun issue where I think you're seeing like people wanting a totalitarian approach to a very complex problem. Uh, when we were in Chicago, we were at uh, Allstate Arena. I think that's what it was called when we were there by Rosemont. Yep. And this yep. is a couple of years ago when Chicago was pretty much like every other major city in the U.S. today. But let's just, you know, it was bad, right? And then people yeah. were just getting shot left and right. It's even worse and I was now, talking, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to one of the cops 
And I said, you know, what, what is the problem? Like what's going on? And the first thing out of his mouth uh, was they're taking all the legal guns away. He goes, the bad guys always have them. The bad guys know that the citizens don't have them and there's nothing they can do about it. Right. And to me, like, I, I can't understand how any politician and, and look they're I'm all for gun laws, right? I'm all for vetting, making sure you're okay. Right. You got to check the boxes, but why aren't we seeing like, why isn't it even an issue in, in these debates, like going after the black market on guns? Cause that is more of the problem. You know, like yep. you said, you can go to the corner and get a gun. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting it legally. And I don't understand why trying to take legal, you know, guns away from law abiding citizens is the issue here. Well, because they don't really want the the issue solved. And I'm not, not, not a conspiracy theory here. The anti-gun lobbyists cut just as big checks as the NRA does. So you get people to come out and argue. And here's the thing. You take the guns away, then you're going to be Europe where everybody getting knifed and run over with yep. cars. Awful people find a f***ing way. They always do. You know, uh, and when you take, when, like you said, and that's Aaron, that's such a great point. You tie up, literally tie up the average American's hands, especially in these, these blue states where no guns, no guns, no guns. The people who need the guns to protect themselves or just the very idea of, you know what? Because in Louisiana, when nobody's going to walk up on you, they're just not going to do it because they're not sure whether you're carrying or not. Texas, they're not sure. Florida, they're not sure. You still have bullshit, but it's less blatant, blatant arrogance. This dude was positive that you didn't have a gun. He didn't yep, sneak. Yep. He just strolled up to you. He had you outnumbered. It was four to one, and his boy had a piece. So they were. They knew. They just knew you didn't have one because the mm-hmm. average, the average person doesn't. Because, oh, you got to fill out this. You got to do this. You're six weeks wait. They make it so hard on law-abiding citizens to be able to protect themselves. And I'm telling you right now, you look at any of the – and I'll end it with this. uh, You look at any of the countries around the world that are having big problems and they have a lot of totalitarian dictators and guys who stay in office, like real election fraud and stealing, what don't any of the people have? Guns. You take the guns away Mm – well, the government does whatever they want and Americans aren't stupid. Most that's why, you know, you can't you can't pull this bullshit in Mississippi and Montana. You can't pull it in Louisiana and Alabama, but you can pull it in New York and California where we have the biggest populations where there was ever a place where you needed to protect yourself. Because the chances of you running into a rotten human being in dense populated cities are a lot higher. <laughs> Than in the middle of the nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're in Kansas, you don't have to worry too much about uh, illegal aliens crossing the border into your yard trying to shoot you or rob you or whatever. But it's still an issue to them. But when you are in the middle of it in New York, in Los Angeles, Chicago, in these big cities, but they're like, we got really great gun laws. Yeah, how's that working? The people who can't defend themselves are the ones getting shot up. And here's the thing. Most of these criminals aren't good shots. They shoot the gun sideways. They have no training. I mean, I'm just, and then what ends up happening is innocent victims get shot. Mm -hmm. Kid playing with her Barbie doll in her apartment gets shot. So the danger is not just to, unfortunately, the person there, because here's the deal. Jeezy even said it. They fired what, twice? 
They shot more than that. Yeah. One I bullet hits you. Where those other ones go? Yeah. You just yeah, exactly. hope that they didn't go randomly hit somebody. And, you know, a month later, their body's found in their apartment. Like, you just, the damage that is done psychologically to communities from this time, well, it's a nonviolent act. You want to tell Jeezy that? The carjacking was nonviolent? He's lucky How he's Jeezy. How is that Jeezy. a nonviolent act? He's yeah, lucky he don't thing, sk- right? skip leg days. He's he, he's a training athlete who's coming off. His body was already weakened from a battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. He could have, but I, I just, I get so heated when I think about, the situations you get put in. But again, thank uh, whomever it is that you pray to that Jeezy was not just mentally alert and sharp because, again, you coming off the fight of your life, bro, you have every right to be exhausted. You have every right on a, on a 7 o'clock night to be tired, getting out of your car and not looking around you. But, you know, uh, you were vigilant, and I, for one, am glad that you're going to be okay, and I hope they get these dudes, and I hope they actually get some real time. Because yeah, they didn't shoot you in the leg because they're marksmen. They were trying to kill you. And they just couldn't yeah. shoot. So Over a car. Over a car. Over a car, right? Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. this over a car. Yeah. Be- but there's no, they put no value on human life because there's no value on their own. But yeah, like, what are you going to do? You're going to take the car, you're going to end up crashing it. You can't, you, you're not going to be able to keep it. You, you know can't know sell it. Yeah, you can't sell it. You know, and if it's an electric car, they're only going to get four feet in the cold in Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're like, where are they at? They're outside, officer. (laughs) Still trying to jump that electric car. But that's a talk for another time. Uh, (laughs) I guess we're giggling, so we'll end it on that note. But, man, for one, Jeezy, again, man, like I said, I hope the third one's a stub toe or – in the case of surviving the the stiff man and the stiffest DDT in the history of shag yeah. carpets, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> planted him. Like if, if we would have called ding, you ding, far, ding. man, because you got planted, man. Hey, I took the bump with him. Come on, guys. I gotta be honest with you, man. You hit him so hard, I almost didn't kick out because I was giggling. <laughs> I, was like, I jumped just, out of my seat oh, when man. I saw that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh this? man, yeah, one, that. two, three. How about uh, this? After after the DDT, a lady in the front row poured beer on. Her. Yeah, we, we had that heat. You what know, a we, we we had that heat. No remorse. Hey, Jeezy, no you know remorse. what? I'll tell you what, man. How long of how long have I we've been retired now? Well, you're coming back, but how long have I been retired now? What? It's been a minute, right? I've missed a few. It's been a few months, right? Yeah, it's been a few months. Why are they still talking about me? <laughs> and they miss me that much. EC3 is doing an interview about being a champ, and it's about Tyrus. Oh, it's mm-hmm. just non. They miss me that much. You have no idea. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, you have no. And Trevor will agree with me. It's like my oh, goodness, we already had to talk, man. Yeah. Like we need yeah, we, rhythm on soon to come back and bro, revive a attitude. Uh, we we. Well, like I said, I, I got to talk to my management team, Jeezy. We'll see how what his rehab's like. Because you know it's bad when old when I'm getting calls from old Austin Idol. He's trying to put the band back together. So. No, he's trying to get on the Gutfeld show. Trust yeah. me, I know oh, that yeah. angle. Yeah, yeah. He called me the second. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's working that angle. And I'll just. Yep. Oh, you think we, we can make a comeback? Come back, brother. We'll have an announcement on Gutfeld. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, fellas, I got to run. I got to shoot this, <laughs> shoot this show, but. Jeezy, love you, man. I'm glad you're good. 
And um, thank you, bro. Fellas, till next time. But next week, we're going to hopefully none of us get shot, attacked, robbed, and whatnot. And we'll actually talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about what's going on in this crazy world that we made a living in called wrestling. But uh, until then, man, heads up, fellas. For more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Enough said. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.